When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Yeehaw! Our heroes are in Wild West Faerun. Butthole was declared a chosen one by the dwarves of the Booming Mines. Moss is thrilled to have won the miners over to the cause of defending the town, and Sheriff Quinny couldn't find an excuse to keep the Greywater detectives away. Will our heroes survive a mine collapse on their way to negotiate with a dragon? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. The booming mine has lived up to its name and has begun to collapse around you. Um, Not unlike a level from Donkey Kong Country, the tracks have separated uh, from the ground. (laughs) uh, And what was a leisurely stroll through the the innards of the mine has become something of a wacky minecart ride. Um, The... uh, the cart um, has uh, now broken free from uh, its previous restraints. You don't, I should point out, there isn't anything specific that seems to have caused this. The whole mine is shaking um, almost as though it's an earthquake. Um, that said, uh, you were feeling quite secure. Now you're feeling less secure. What do you do to brace as the uh, <coughs> cart begins to fly? Uh, Tyler, I believe you're on mute there, bud. Thank you. Uh, get down, I guess. Just hit hit the floor of the minecart. Yeah, I think uh, Butthole will do the same, but he will also pray Mm -hmm. uh, and inspire faith, in this case, in himself. (laughs) (laughs) Because he needs all the help he can get. He's not terribly dexterous. Um, I think I'll throw myself down like onto my right side. So I've kind Mm -hmm. of got like the left wheel with its armor protecting me and like my big troll arm like over me to protect from anything falling. Okay, love that. Um, Ryan, I'll also say um, with uh, your newfound um, armor of um, Sunscythe, uh, you gain um, one additional spell slot uh, for your Cure Wounds. Ooh. Um, you're, it, it's not quite the same as talking to Moonhammer, but wearing a, a holy armor that has been built to honor um, her brother is close enough. I'll take what I can get. Yeah, that's a yeah. win. Great. Um, so uh, the cart begins to um, rattle uh, free and begins to plummet. Uh, so you're on a wacky ride. Uh, so I need everyone to please roll me either a dex or a con save. Uh, con, if you're doing what um, Moss is doing and just bracing as hard as you can with all of your strength, um, kind of the way uh, you would if, I guess, an elevator was falling. You're just like, ah! um, or dex, if you're just holding on for dear life. Yeah. Uh, 19. 21. 15. Uh, okay. Uh, all of you managed to hang on, uh, which is great. Um, the I mine thought cart... a dragon was going to swoop down and save us. Oh, that'd be nice. No. <laughs> um, so <laughs> you, um, the, uh, the mine cart uh, begins to tear um, down the, the, the bent and, and twisting uh, rails. 
Um, you're all holding on. Um, can all of you please roll me a perception check at disadvantage? Disadvantage because ah. Yeah, fair. That's right. You're Charlie oh. Brown trying to cook a kick, cook a football. He loves eating footballs. That Charlie Brown. Just I got an eight. Space. An eight. And okay. Also dead of a net twenty. I also got an eight. Mm. I got a two. Ooh. Okay. So the Charlie Brown metaphor stands. Uh, you all failed to kick the football, uh, and all you get for <laughs> Halloween is a rock. Um, okay. So um, the uh, much like a, a, a wacky uh, carnival ride. Um, the cart is sort of speeding around turns and everything else. The good news is the engineering is solid enough that it seems to be sticking on the tracks. The problem is that the tracks are bending and twisting and, and moving in different directions. Um, unfortunately, uh, because you all passed your perception checks, you are caught unaware um, when arrows begin to rain into the cart. Um, can you... Uh, what is all of your AC, please? Uh, 14. My AC is 15, but I also have an ability called Duck and Cover. So I get to add two to my AC as a reaction against a ranged attack that would hit me. Yep. And nice. Tyler? Uh, 14. 14. Oh, wait. Right. I have to be able to see the attacker. So I can't do that. So nope, just 15. Uh, okay, well, that's so fine. I'm also 12. <laughs> I rolled hot garbage. Um, so uh, none of you are hit um, as uh, arrows streak into the cart. Peeking up as these things ping off the, the sides of the vehicle, um, you see dark figures uh, moving quickly along the walls. Um, and uh, Butthole, um, you would recognize these as driders, uh, the half-drow, half-spider uh, enforcers of the Underdark. Um, you encountered at a distance, I don't think you had to fight any, but uh, that you did encounter during your, your Underdark uh, adventure. All right, so awkward moment. Time to tell everybody. Uh, we're getting shot at by a bunch of drow. It's not just a dragon down here. Um, can both of you roll me, uh, Tyler and Laura, can you roll me history checks for Moss and Quinny, please? Sure. History is what? Intelligence? Intelligence. Yeah. 16. 19. Amazing. Um, so that doesn't entirely make sense. Um, the uh, the drow nation um, uh, in the Underdark, uh, particularly around uh, this area, moved on quite some time ago. Uh, during the war, they actually uh, made a play for the surface uh, in the name of Lolf, um, their their dark god. Um, as far as you're aware, there aren't any. There isn't any drow presence left down here. Menzo Baranzin, uh collapsed long ago uh, and became the Drow Canyon. Um, and yet, it would seem there are drought here. All right. I, I don't think Quinny's going to venture a look to confirm that. He's just like, it, it's raining arrows and it's a cave-in and we're careening down on a mine track. The safest place is down in the mine cart. So I think he just keeps low. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm I'm of I the did. same opinion that like, well, whatever's shooting at us is shooting at us. It doesn't matter whether they're supposed to be here or not, or if they are the people but holds up this. So <laughs> sit there silently looking at me like an idiot, and I'm like, why are the drought shooting us? I'm not from here. They're not even supposed to be here. So we don't know why they're shooting at you. And I just yell up, why are you shooting us? Um you uh just uh hear someone yell back, um Brazen invaders! Um, and more more arrows uh, come flying at you. Um, oh, there you go. We're invaders. <clears throat> uh, Butthole, are you kind of like peeking up and out during this, or are you still like flat in, inside the cart? 
I feel like he's probably now that there's like question marks, he's probably peeking because if they blew it up behind us, there could be a trap in front of us. Like he wouldn't be the guy to just be like, oh, the cart's safe. <laughs> Great. Um, so as as you watch, um, the driders are sort of skittering across the walls, um, reloading their bows. Um, and uh as they um they go to fire, um Suddenly, uh, there's a shimmer, and um, you can't see them anymore, uh, and arrows come flying at you. What do you do? Uh, I, Actually, I, I, I just need your AC. Uh, you yeah. can use your plus two on this. <laughs> okay, yeah, so 17 with the plus two. Okay. Uh, so you will get hit by one arrow, uh, and you'll take um, six points of damage. Serves him right for mocking the safety of the minecart. <laughs> this is not terribly fun. Uh, and then he'll just put a hand on his own chest and just say, like, Moonhammer, I'm having a rough day. I could really use to help here. Uh, and then just try to to fart a symbol of Moonhammer to absorb into his chest. But it's that same weird, shitty rainbow spray mm-hmm. uh, that just uh, kind of, like, it reflects around. Or- uh, well, it's it, it starts to, but then um, the armor, it kind of absorbs into the armor and runs a glowing line along the uh, the hammer. Um, and like getting hit by uh, um, uh, paddles, uh, you just get a jolt of healing and uh, you're able to heal up. Oh, wow. Okay, this is decent. Oh, wow, this is really great because it hit the maximum. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I rolled an 8 on a D8, so... Guys, yeah. I really like this armor. It's going to do well for me. Um, you feel as though the armor gives you enough of a link um, to uh, Moonhammer's lineage, at the very least, that um, you uh, are able to ha- make better use of your abilities, and you will likely not run into the same problems you did earlier. Ooh. Um, though you still don't have full full use of, of your abilities. Um, so the cart continues uh, to ride. Um Quinny and Moss, you realize that uh, the archers are no longer in view uh, and seemingly are no longer in pursuit. Uh, Quinny's going to try and hit the brake on the mine car. Uh, okay. Slow us down to a re- reasonable speed. All right. Uh, if we need to boogie again, you can just like release the brake. Um, you're going to be very glad you did. Uh, you slam on the brakes, and uh, the minecart screeches. Uh, you seem to be in a tunnel now, proper. Um, mm-hmm. Seems to be a bit more uh, secure than than uh, the previous stretch. Um, so you slam the brakes, uh, and the cart, you know, shooting sparks begins to kind of grind to a halt. Um, as it's slowing down, though, um, suddenly um, it's almost uh, like getting hit in the eye with a, with a raindrop. Um, your vision blurs slightly. Um, and the cart uh, suddenly hits dirt, um, and the the track is gone, and you are screeching along dirt with the the brake engaged. Um, moments later, uh, uh, you have a similar effect, and uh, the cart hits tracks at a bad angle uh, and flips over, spilling you all out. Luckily, because Quinny hit the brakes, uh, it doesn't like <laughs> kill you. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to make you roll so many saves. Um, So uh, the three of you are are tossed from the cart um, and find yourselves uh, uh, sort of at what seems to be the edge of the mines. Um, And ahead of you, there is indeed a a deep canyon. Um, There's a fractured um, sort of massive uh, bluish purple stone um, kind of uh, secured against one of the walls of the canyon um, by what seems to be a lot of kind of metallic uh, like uh, almost chains, um, butthole. You would recognize this as uh, the major light source and timekeeper in Mesoberanzen. Uh, you get the sense that you are in 
whatever is left of old Faerun, old West Faerun's Menzo Branson, uh, known to Moss and uh, Quinny as the Underdark Canyon. Write that down. Okay, so we are in the heart of the Drow Underground Kingdom. Tom, can I um, back up? I, I, I just want to... What can I see behind me? Like, do I see the dirt patch that we hit? Uh, yes. Or- yeah, L- looking back, uh, you see tracks, a dirt patch, um, and kind of vaguely in the distance, more tracks. Uh, but when you blink, um, you only see tracks. Well, what happens if I move towards where the where the dirt was? Um, walking back along the tracks, um, yeah. it is still just tracks. What is going on here? I'd like to examine the weird giant power source to see what the hell's going on with this broken thing. Um, so go ahead and roll me. Uh, we'll say investigation, which I know is not your strong suit. Uh, actually, probably Six. insight because yeah, just, I'd like, Sherlock it. Fingies crossed and yeah. <laughs> So 19. So looking into the canyon, um, it it is actually open to the sky somewhat. There's a jagged kind of scar along the the, the top of the thing that does make it a natural break uh, up to to top side. Um, If you were to venture a guess, um, whenever this rent in the top of uh, the earth occurred, um, it likely damaged uh, the, the central light source and kind of day like clock of Menzo brands. And um, from what you can see, this looks like a shitty patch job, like kind of what you, you would do to maintain as much of it as you can. Um, But below you in kind of as the, there's essentially um, the tracks come to one of those little stop guys. And there's like a little shack set up. It seems to almost be um, a border point um, for the dwarves. If they need to make any contact with, uh, things beyond the, the canyon. Um, down below, you can see the remnants uh, of, of Manzo Branson, uh, Mizzo Branson rather, uh, but they are, it is a city that is, has been crushed by rocks, uh, essentially. Mm-hmm. So the city is there, but it is an, an ancient collapsed ruin um, at the bottom of the canyon. Is there any movement or anything like that? No, none. It looks very abandoned. All right, so this thing's like a patch job, and that was some weird trap shit. Should we just keep going? I don't know. Were we sent down here under false pretenses? Is going deeper dangerous? Is going back dangerous? I mean, uh, butthole. Quite, uh, sorry, go ahead, Moss. I was just saying, quite frankly, uh, I mean, we saw what happened to the track behind us. I don't know that going back is an option. Um, butthole, you would know that if. Um, uh, Cortexus is in the same place Cortexus was uh, in your world. Uh, he'll be camped out somewhere near Blingdenstone. Uh, so a bit of a ways away from Enzo Branson. Yeah, so like I know where my dragon was that was named Cortexus. It was gross, but it had been perverted by evil uh, from another dimension. So like we can get there. It's it's not that close to here. Like we're going to have to march a ways. Well, but, uh, I mean, what's a ways? I, I just don't, don't get why like, we were sent to talk to a dragon about a bunch of gold we were about to give it and wound up being ambushed by dryaders. Well, I mean, maybe they didn't know that they were here. Like, you you didn't know the drow were, you know, rocking out. They I were mean, chased I, out I, I of point, here years ago. 
I, I point behind me and like, there's something funky going on there. That patch use, of earth that we hit is no longer there. Can I use my eye for detail to um, spot a hidden creature or object or to make uh, an intelligence check to uncover or decipher clues? Yeah, man, go for it. So let's look for hidden creature or object. So that's a perception. Mm. 13. Um, so looking, uh, sort of back the way you came, um, based on the speed, the driders were coming, they should have caught you by now. Um, they are conspicuously absent. Um, you also discover what Moss indicated that the patch of earth that you hit and skittered across, he's no longer there. Um, there are tracks behind you. Um, oh yeah. The driders disappeared after just before they shot me. And then it was just arrows. Is it a clear path back? It on is the tracks like it is there. The rocks unimpeded. and things have fallen. Like the earthquake clearly happened. Like whatever the, mm -hmm. the trembling was happened. It has stopped. Um, but uh, yes, you you can see back the way you came now. Like I said, something is strange going on there. I think we should just move forward. All right. Do you want to go back? I mean, I mean, I mean, we could have we could have we could have another earthquake at any moment. And I'll be killed by those fallen rocks back there. I mean, at least we got some open sky above us. I don't know. They got this like All this right. this giant thing here. It's kind of like a half-assed sun thing, and it's sort of doing something. So, I mean, I don't see in the dark, but this will cover a lot. It, it used to light the whole kingdom or whatever is like the sun. So we'll probably get like some sort of sunset business. All right. Well, can we take it off the wall? Oh, it's it's real big. I imagine, Tom, you're talking like, yeah, this is like... Oh, okay. Yeah, like massive, massive light source. I forget what the name is. So then is, we can but... see okay? Yeah, you can see all right. Oh, all right. Also, I cannot see in the dark. Could we I mean, chip pieces of off of it, Tom? Like, do I think mm. that would fuck it up? Uh, it's pretty high up the wall. Uh, you'd okay, have to cool. climb up and do it. Not worth it. Yeah, I think, yeah, we'll just keep going. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So keep on trucking. We can do this. Does everybody believe in Moonhammer? I believe in Moonhammer, and I'm feeling pretty good about today. Moss, what about you? Um... I don't really prescribe to the belief in a higher power. However, um, I am dedicated to this mission. And I am dedicated to the people of oh, Tomb's Lab. That's good. That's good because Moonhammer is too. Uh, yeah, and, and, and Quinny, what about you? You feeling Moonhammer today, buddy? I'm feeling pretty Not good. Really. No. Let's, uh, let's go, though. <laughs> <laughs> it would seem that some things about Quinny are legitimately true in every dimension. Um, all right, so uh, I'm going to need um, athletics checks, please, as you kind of climb down into uh, into the canyon. Eleven. Fifteen. Athletics is strength, right? Yes. Uh, Twenty-two. Okay, cool. So, yeah, Moss, you 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 fold up the the, the chair, sort of sling it over your shoulder, and and climb down. Yeah. Um, Says so this is where that. Troll arm comes in real handy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Quinny, uh, you you have some difficulty uh, about midway down uh, and lose your your handholds, uh, like your Zelda stamina bar ran out, uh, and you begin to fall. <laughs> um, can you roll me an acrobatics check, please? Uh, Thirteen again. Um, okay, so uh, you manage uh, to kind of um, break your fall by by grabbing a ledge, um, Mission Impossible Two style. Uh, <laughs> you will take four points of damage uh, just from from the wrenching pain of it. Um, but from there, you're able to make it safely down into the ruins of uh, Mesobranzen. 
Um, so the uh, the city of Drow has been abandoned for some time. Uh, it's clearly been looted rather uh, uh, effectively and repeatedly. Um, so unfortunately, there's not like a bunch of cool stuff to steal uh, along the way through here. Um, but uh, Quinny, given that you've been trying to figure out what's going on with the Driders, uh, do you want to roll another investigation to see sort of what you see around here to see if people have been camping sure, here? Investigation here? would be 17. Okay. Um, there is no evidence of uh, of anyone of any activity here in, in quite some time. Um, wherever these driders came from, it was not from here. This isn't this isn't where the driders came from. They came from somewhere else. No one's been here for ages. Interesting. Also, I saw you take that fall. You feel okay there, buddy? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, they all say that, but do you know what I know? So you need a little moon hammer in your life. So one of the things you've got to remember is strength, joy, and flatulence. And right now you're trying to show a lot of strength, but I don't see a lot of joy in you. And that's because the flatulence is missing. So this one's for you, buddy. Uh, and he just farts in his hand and throws it in Quinny's face. And that like, and it's just there. Uh, and because of that, I use rally. So Quinny, you gain uh, five temporary hit points. Temp. I imagine because it's not really God powered. This is probably just due to sheer frustration and disgust at what I just did. <laughs> that you feel better because you don't notice the pain. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like try to fan away and go. <laughs> uh, and I will say, sorry, I just, go ahead, I just like I said, like don't don't do that. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> Um, butthole, given that you now have access to Moonhammer power again, uh, it is slightly Moonhammer powered. Ooh. So yeah, he, he kind of shrugs it off, but, um, there, there's just a tinge, a tinge of the goddess in there, uh, as, as you know, um, and with that, uh, you begin making your way through Mesobrands and, um, it's, uh, it's easier going than you'd think, um, because it's been looted so many times people have done the, the hard work of moving shit out of the way, um, but it is still strange uh, to be picking through kind of the uh, the ruins of, of a massive underground city. Um, but eventually um, you, you make your way through to the other side uh, with no further uh, arrows shot at you or anything else. Um, and uh, you kind of continue uh, deeper underground uh, towards Blingdon Stone and beyond. Uh, is there anything you want to be talking about as you, you travel? Uh, this is one of our patented uh, Dum Dums and Dragons uh, travel montages. Um, granted, there's no hot ass carrying a war table on, on <laughs> his back, but um, when I was away getting my weapon enchanted, uh, were y'all provided directions or instructions on how to reach Cortexus? So, is this an expected outcome to be walking through an abandoned underground city? Uh, yes, they they were told like, yeah, you have to travel through the Underdark Canyon. Um, once you get closer, Cortexus, Cortexus will find you. Was the kind of thing. Yeah, so that that's that's true. Plus, I mean, I've seen Cortexus on my world, half Mind Flare, half Dragon, but there will be a Mind Flare half here, fingers crossed. So this is all going to go great. We'll promise some treasure. Uh, we got to be clear with Cortexus not to blow the whole ship up because there's going to be this weird tension between uh, gold won't go away in an explosion, but all of our bullets will. Um, 
Also, I was thinking back on that conversation we were having before everything went really bad. Uh, and Quinny, you, you talked about your childhood and you'd said when you'd set off to do odd jobs. And then you just sort of got into a whole big pile of bullshit that wasn't true. So, like, what happened after you were an unidentified homeless man with several minor jobs? Well, to just point of order, the embellishments, uh, I guess a dictionary definition of embellishment is like it's not necessarily rooted in truth. But I was basically... Uh, overstating the truth uh, of those things, like getting into the details. I was basically just getting more detailed in my con description of those events so as to avoid saying... Oh, cool. So you just, bought a so bunch so of... With your time, Nat 20, right? like you would know that like, oh, that all seems true, but it's also like clocking that like he really started to stall around this time. Yes, yeah, so you started just stretching out the bullshit into like <laughs> one year of your life all of a sudden took 30. So like what 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 actually happened between then and now? Well, it's not really the time to talk about that, but only we could be ambushed by driders at any moment. Once again, we don't know where they went or where they're coming from. No, we got plenty of time. We figured out that was an illusion a while ago. So like, what what's up, bro? Like what, what happened to your life? An illusion? You got hit by an arrow. Yeah, but that's a wall trap. Here's the deal. I don't really care about that, but I care a lot about you. An unexpected occurrence that seems to have been some, I don't know, random and doesn't seem to be happening any longer. So it might happen, but we also have to be visible for a dragon to see us. Yeah, we don't want to surprise a dragon. We could all get murdered. Better if they hear loud talking about your backstory. So, like, what what (laughs) happened to you? (laughs) Well, where was I? Uh, you'd worked a number of odd jobs after fleeing from the work situation. Right. And then you didn't like that, like, I was getting into a lot of detail about that. You're avoiding things interesting just like you're doing now. Life. You did that before and you're doing it again. So, like, well, what's your secret, bro? Well, then I became a sheriff. That's not how that happens. You can't go from homeless to sheriff instantly. There's a journey. Well, there. no, there's a bunch well, of I really, mean, I thought, interesting details in there. But apparently you're calling it bullshit. Honestly, I'm a little offended and a little upset. And you're not going to get much more out of me at this time until my feelings are no longer hurt. Oh, you're a criminal. No, I'm a sheriff. <laughs> no, no, you're a criminal pretending to be a sheriff. This is exactly what Mike Quinney does. He triples down when he's clearly in the wrong. I, Where I'm did not this your come Quinny. from? Oh, see, so making like, it oh, up. All the quitties I know are either farmers or criminals. <laughs> this guy ain't a farmer, and his story did not involve a farm. He's clearly covering up something. Uh, Moss, uh, this all sounds uh, like a, a pretty like big claim uh, yeah. to make. Uh, that said, you theoretically have the information um, that you would need. You obviously never asked Quinny any of this, but if you do need to clear this up... Um, you know, you you were you were informed by mail that a sheriff was on their way. So maybe you can sort this out with some official details that Quinny, as a definite real sheriff, would obviously know. Or would you just be like, "Fuck off, he's my sheriff. He's good." Um, also, a fair response. It depends where Moss would be at with this. Well, I think I think that's one of those things. Like Moss would have prepared for. I'm. <laughs> As fun as this would be, I think Moss would have kind of like known what to expect. And if Quinny hadn't matched at least what she, a version of what she was expecting, there would have been questions right up front because she cares about the town so much. Can you roll me an insight check, please? Yeah. This is like an in the past insight check. To see how <laughs> true that statement is. Insights, wisdom, 15. 15. Um, okay. Um, given that you kind of fell into deputizing yourself um, i mean i was also kind of a homeless person who then became a deputy well also mudbutt <laughs> was mudbutt was the sheriff of tomb slab yeah. when you arrived so it's not like you had the most official onboarding 
Um, yeah. But um, based on what you saw of Mudbutt and kind of what you understand of frontier law, Quinny did tick all the boxes, but uh, I do want to be clear that that standard was pretty low. Yeah. Um, and also you were kind of an interim deputy just being like, I'll help take care of the town. And then uh, after punching a particularly spiky tumbleweed, Terrence was like, me too. Um, so you both kind of became interim deputies, but really I, I do want you to think of this more as like, I'm a concerned citizen. And then that just yeah. evolved into that. After all, I mean, you know, you were kind of told to come there. So what are you going to do? You know? Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. So with that in mind, then I think you would you would defend Jusweet Sheriff Quinny. I don't think I don't know that I defend him. It would more <laughs> be it's more like look, I mean regardless of who is who and what our pasts have been, we're in this now, and I don't think now is the time to sort this out. Oh, see, thank but, but, you. See, that's one thing you would think, but my Quinny had a history of stealing from the group, blowing things up, or I mean, this guy could just run away. I have no idea. That's why you, you keep those secrets so that oh, you can betray later. Okay, fine. Let's just sort this out because obviously, Quinny, you'd know these things. I mean, how? Where did you train to be a sheriff? Uh, you Easy know, question. The academy. Which academy? <laughs> the big old sheriff one. Uh, I'm going to need a deception check from you there, bud, and insight from Moss and um, Butthole. Uh, I was going to give you disadvantage because you wouldn't know if this is true or not, but I'm going to negate the disadvantage because you know Quinny's well enough to assume. <laughs> like a farmer, criminal, or... Oh, you weren't in 2099, so you also don't know about, uh, like, front or, desk or clerk, yeah. Quinny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a 17. Uh, and I rolled a five because I have minus one charisma with, with this character. So <laughs> and I got an 11. Uh, there is no Sheriff Academy. Are you fucking kidding? No way. Um, Some kind of police academy? <laughs> so, sorry, Quinn, I'm a little bit confused about why why you're, are, I mean, is, the, is that a joke? Are you just being glib? No, like, I'm actually a criminal. Cortexas! This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now, we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. friend, Misa Farthol, here to tell you about exciting Patreon. You know, only for $25 a month, you can send your own friend into Dum Dum's land. That's right, I call from hell to tell you you can help your friend. Want butthole not die? Oh, praise bubble. You for $25, pick NPC, design, send into Dum Dum's and Dragons, save butthole life. He need it, otherwise he die. What about King Quimby? He need friend too. $25. Send friend to King Quimby. $25 a month and you get thank you from God. That's right. Come down from best God ever. Say thank you at end of every episode. You just have to go to patreon.com slash dice. That's right. D-U-M-B. Funny word. D-U-M-B. Funny word. D-I-C-E. Useful thing. Send friends to save my friends, please. Also, you get ad-free feed or something. Was that a joke? Uh, no, I'm actually not a real sheriff. Oh man, it feels good to be right. You know, like it just feels like I'm I'm on safer ground. So and Moss's face just falls like. 
to like disappointed Tilda Swinton, which is this the is, scariest Tilda Swinton. Yeah, with her black eyes. <laughs> yeah. So um, a few months back, uh, Quinny, um, you had uh, narrowly escaped uh, from uh, some gray water pursuers uh, and were uh, lost uh, in a canyon. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, you came upon um, a dying man. Um, it was a, uh, a, a large uh, fellow um, with an overturned cart uh, and a dead horse uh, who had been shot several times um, and uh, still was, was clutching um, a, uh, a frost-inlaid pistol in one hand. Um, and uh, can you roll me a uh, perception or medicine? I imagine those both probably aren't spectacular for you, but we'll see. Uh, 11. Eleven. Eleven. Um, as you, as you approach this guy, uh, you can tell he's he's in very rough shape, and his odds of survival are very very low. Um, and uh, he he raised his hand and just said, uh, "Hail, friend! Please, I, I, I need your help." In the name of the law, friend. Uh... From where I'm standing, you're a little beyond help. Uh, you got any final rights you want? You want me to stay with you until your time? But I got nothing on me to help you. And you are far from civilization. Um, and uh, his his face um, falls uh, and he just says, is this truly the end for, for Sheriff Von Strauss? Uh, then he coughs up some blood. Um, Quinny, um, given that you're, you're on the run, um, I'm curious how, so you've, you've offered last rites, uh, and aid, um, how, how would you feel about this given that you're kind of on the run? Is this a kind of a legitimate offer? Is this just kind of like a, a being nice? Where Where is this living for you? It's a nicety. I don't expect he has much time. If he starts to get on the men, it's like, well, all right, see you later, pal. I got to keep going. Okay. But uh, he seems like he's not going to last much longer. Do you think, um, and this this is, I kind of had my own answer for this, but I'm curious uh, to yours. Um, in Quinny's past, how do you think this played out? Was this a, when he died of natural causes, you took his stuff? or he bequeathed his stuff to you? How how do you think Quinny would end up being sheriff? I get to choose? Yeah, I'm going to give you the option. Based on how you've been playing this ver- this universe's version of Quinny, who do you think he is? Uh, I took his stuff. Okay, great. So you you stay with, with him uh, as, uh, as night begins to fall, um, and uh, he tries to stand like three or four times, and each time, like, he's clearly lung shot. Like, this is... Like gut shot and lung shot. This is this is a bad way to go. Um, and uh, he keeps uh, as sun sickness sets in. He he keeps muttering about how he needs to get uh, to Tomb Slab. How they're they're um, unprotected. Um, and um, as much as you kind of try it, I think again it is that kind of like polite. Someone, you know, like you want to help, but you also don't really want to get too involved. Thing. Um, Finally, as uh, as as he um, starts to go, uh, he just looks at you and uh, says, uh, I, I, "I don't know what what brought you here, friend, but I, I do appreciate that you've you've kept me company uh, in the the twilight of of my time. Um, thank you. It is it's a kindness not many would offer." 
think uh, think nothing of it there, uh, Sheriff. Uh, but I do have to say, if you don't uh, speed things along here, I am going to have to be on my way. Um, he. Uh, you want he me just, to? Uh, do you want me to help you with that, or do you want to see how long you can go? Uh, he chuckles grimly and says, uh, "Honestly, I, I think we're done here." All right. Uh, and he he um, flips his gun around, uh, and he says, um, "Use this, but leave it with me. I would carry it into the next world." And he hands you frostbite. Okay. Close your eyes. Think of something nice. You got it? Yeah, he closes his eyes. Like, uh, yes, I believe I... Bang. (laughs) Yep. Um, His his brains spray against the rock behind him, and his body slumps. And um, you feel the weight of the gun in your hand. And, uh, you know, like, uh, you're not a huge fan of, uh, of, of robbing and dying, but the dead are a different case. So you, um, holster the gun, um, throwing away the, uh, the, the damaged, uh, Derringer and, uh, short sword that you were carrying. Um, you, uh, you'll kneel down and, uh, you see a sheriff's badge has a bullet through the corner, but, uh, looks good enough. Um, there's also a, uh, a note in his pocket with, uh, directions to tomb slab. Uh, a small town nearby that you've never heard of. And if you've never heard of it, the scary people who are chasing you probably haven't either. Um, so with that, you proceed to loot his body. Uh, you gain five gold, uh, three sets of rations, uh, an explorer's pack, and uh, leaving his body for the vultures, you uh, pick up his hat, place it on your head, um, fits rather well, and hmm. uh, you make your way to Tomb Slab. Um Moss, uh, Quinny isn't the academy sheriff you were told uh, told he was. Um, and you've been following his directives and kind of like his rule of law in uh, Tomb Slab till now. How do you feel about that? Um, I, I feel hurt and betrayed. And this is... Well, I mean, this is someone I trusted who's, I mean, despite the good he's done, he's been lying to everyone. This is, this hurts. Uh, Quinny, how does it feel to get, oh, sorry, go ahead, Ryan. I was going to say, now, one one of my friends is a therapist, so I have some ideas on how I can move forward. Uh, uh, Moss, you look like you have some feelings built up inside you right now. Like, what what are you feeling? Why don't you share this? Use some I feel statements uh, to Quinny. Because clearly this is a big change for you. Quinny, I I feel... I feel... I feel disappointed at the end of it. I mean, there's a whole lot of other feelings wrapped up in that, but honestly... So, I mean, Quinny, what what are your, your feelings? Right now that you've said a pretty big truth that... Has a big effect from Moss. I'm kind of taking a neutral middle position because I've only known you like six hours and kind of assumed you were a criminal. So this is okay for me. Queenie has like distanced himself from you two and kind of squared up just in case this gets more serious. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And he says, uh, I feel the same. 
Uh, if disappointment is the worst of it, uh, Moss, it's then it's not. Is there anything you want to get off your chest right here and now? And well, I'm like, I put my hand our, on my pistol to kind of let you know that, like, we can settle this if if you want. Um, did sorry, did Quinny relay the any of no. No, no okay, that's I'm just like, what uh, just to to make sure that we're okay. we're on the same page. So no, no. Listen, I was expecting a real sheriff. What happened to him? He didn't make it. And I, he didn't make it. And I I draw my gun. Point whoa, out. I, I draw mine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so everyone's doing this, and butthole just get in the middle and like block both guns. He's like. This is crazy. No one has context. Everyone's making bad assumptions. Quinny, you assume she wants to kill you. You assume that he, for some reason, I don't know, has a master evil plan. The Quinny I know is terrible at planning. So odds are this just kind of fell into his lap. So put your guns down. We'll happily have a duel if it turns out he's super evil and behind this or something. But let's try to get some context. Can we agree to that? I don't have a cell I can lock you in, but I wish I did. Look, I don't want a duel. I just don't want to go into a sketchy situation with someone I can't trust. Um, a piece of gold bounces off of Butthole's forehead. Now, uh, what do I see when I look up where the gold came from? Oh, you see a fucking dragon, sir. <laughs> um, you couldn't have gotten here 10 minutes sooner, pal. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> like holsters his gun. I was having a nap. And then someone called my name. So here I am, and you're all pointing your pathetic little guns at each other. <laughs> well, hello, new friend. My name is Butthole. I'm here from another dimension accidentally. This is Quinny, a con man criminal who's pretending to be a sheriff. And this is Moss, a legitimate deputy. We're here because we have a way that you could get a lot of gold. Um, the massive black dragon above you um, detaches from the ceiling that it was crawling along um, and kind of with wings out does Ooh. the, like the, the Batman kind of like hover to the ground um, thing and lands with kind of uh, tremendous grace. Um, the voice uh, you hear it speak is, is very much in your heads, not, uh, not through its mouth. Um, but as soon as it lands, it immediately perches up into like a, a, a Mr. Burns thinking pose um, and says, gold, you say? Also, I'm going to need that uh, that piece back. It was stuck to my rump, most embarrassingly. Give oh, me. no, no problem. Uh, he'll like pick it up and like toss it up to the big dragon. So he's got his um, point. The dragon like tries to, to catch it. It's kind of embarrassing, but eventually he like has to just slap his hands together, like catching a fly. Um, and then, uh, he just kind of like dumps it into his mouth as this tastes terrible, but no pockets. Tell me mortals, another dimension. Yes. That's sort of a secondary thing that I would like to talk about with you. But right yeah. now we want to talk about a way you can get a lot of gold and we can get a lot of bullets because we need bullets and you need gold. I do. Tell me, mortal, is it better than the gold I could pick from your desiccated corpse? Oh, oh like way more than that. A hundred thousand times over. <laughs> Gonna need some persuasion checks, my friends. I have I'm, about I two my pieces of silver. Like, like. <laughs> got nothing. Uh, Butthole is wearing a golden suit. Um, so technically oh, there is literal gold. Uh, Homer Simpson, giant made of gold. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, I only get to do this so many times per day, but I think I'm going to inspire faith in myself again. Just sheer determination. Tom, you set us up. (laughs) Me? Nat 20. Oh, shit. Um... Do our um, roles matter, or do we look poor enough to yeah, <laughs> convince them that we don't have money? Yeah, y'all look poor enough. Um, <laughs> uh, damn, man. Okay, so Cortexus uh, kind of like looks you up and down in a, a, a very like uh, judgy Meryl Streep uh, looking at Anne Hathaway's outfit in the Devil Wears Prada kind of way, and and then um, a draconic smile spreads across his features, and he says, "Ah, well, if a man wearing a golden suit says he knows where more gold is, I'm inclined to listen." Excellent. So there's a train, and on the train is money and guns and stuff, and we want to rob that train. And if we do it together, you can keep all of the gold, and we'll keep all of the guns. And then everybody gets a thing they want. But we can't just blow it up. We got to get clever. Because if we blow it up, there's going to be so much gold to be hard for you to carry. It'll be really, really tricky. So we got to streamline that. Then we can help you move the little things or whatever Mm. and bring them here. The train's too fast for horses. You were referred to us by the uh, rock seekers uh, on account of your speed, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. I I am rather quick Mm. in the sky. We would love to leverage that, sir. Well, if there's gold in it for me, and if I won't have to carry it in my mouth, which would be most unpleasant, <laughs> uh, this does sound like an agreement we can make. I am curious, though. I couldn't help but overhear most of your conversation. Um, so you're a fake sheriff. How can I trust you? These two seem on the level, but you, what assurances do I have that you won't try and, uh, how, how do you put it, fuck me over, hmm? What assurances do you need? You're a dragon. That is true. I have eaten many halflings. Yeah, if he decides to betray you, he's doing that on his own. Well, it would seem we have an accord. Um, listen, uh, this is uh, this is kind of embarrassing. Um, I, I'm being a terrible host. Uh, you're in the ruins of uh, an ancient city. You probably haven't eaten in a while. Um, would you like to, to swing by my horde for a bit? Uh, I can... Uh, Offer some some light beverages um, and uh, perhaps some snacks. We can go over the details. I would be curious to hear who we're stealing from. Um, can I ask? Um, I've often seen bandits wear cool bandanas on their faces. Can I have a bandana? I mean, Quinny's thinking about. Yes, last time of we saw a tablecloth. <laughs> It's like, yeah, no, we can source one. We got. It. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. good. Oh, good. This is going to be a delight. And with that, uh, Cortexus, um, now kind of doing the, the awkward, like, uh, up on the hind legs dragon walk that's kind of embarrassing for all involved, um, <laughs> kind of, like, ushers you um, uh, back uh, to his horde. Um, obviously, he's not leading you to, like, a giant pile of gold and being like, look at this! <laughs> um, but uh, kind of leads you um, back. There are um, some um, dragonborn um, who are, are kind of, like, working the horde. Um, who uh, kind of welcome you and like, but pure professional, like, you know, no, they don't say a word. They just immediately like help, help seat you and, and uh, bring out a meal uh, as you discuss the, uh, the logistics with uh, Cortexus. Uh, is there anything you want to discuss with Cortexus? Um, other than obviously Cortexus gets the gold. Um, he'll fly you in and essentially uh, assist in the assault. 
Um, after the train has been secured, he's going to take his his car and fly away. Uh, he's not going to like hang out and help you fight or whatever because he really doesn't give a shit about that. Um, but uh, he's content with that. Um, you're, you're sort of light, uh, light snacks. It's like cucumber and and uh, you know cream cheese type sandwiches. Obviously, it's nice. you're, un- you're underground, so they're like a little bit gross. But you know, there's a lot of fungi going on that aren't exactly tasty, but it's food. And it's the old west, so it's probably the best meal we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we'd we'd probably pepper the light conversation, but we could just ask the questions we'd spread over the course of a meal exactly, politely yeah, rather than yeah. having to improvise a full dinner. Um, thank you for that, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you but, back, uh, bud. I think uh Butthole would ask about like carrying capacity. Like, could we bring a squad of dwarves or something? So it's not just the three of us versus an entire train or like, is that all he can carry just so we've got our exit? <clears throat> That's all he can, he can carry. Um, okay. The idea of, of people riding him is incredibly distasteful to him. Um, I can understand that, but uh, he'll make an exception, but also given that he doesn't ever really have riders, like this is much more a uh, Daenerys desperately clinging to the back of Drogon kind of situation. Not like, oh, we'll all get saddles. Um, so, uh, three is about the most you can manage that said, um, once you've assaulted the train itself, you might be able to get support, uh, likely not from the dwarves, but if you did want to hire one of those gangs, as you'd initially indicated, they might be able to come assist. The one catch is you will no longer have the gold to pay them that you would have had if you take Cortexas. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So we'll figure out our own transport. That makes sense. Now here's, here's a weird question, but it's sort of my thing. I love my goddess, I love Moonhammer, and I love hammers. Have you heard of any magic hammers that I I just, I need one? Right now, everyone's got guns, and it makes me so sad. Um, And uh, he nods, and he says, why, yes, I do. What will you give me in return? And he, like, eyes the suit hungrily. Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, Ryan, can you roll me an insight check? Yes. Oh, that is a good roll. That is a 23. Um, you know that Cortexus is excited about the idea of a cool bandit bandana. Given his size, your poncho might fit the bill. Well, knowing that you're looking for a bandit bandana, I'll tell you right now. I've got the best one in the business. It's already been a part of several crimes. Crimes, you say? Yeah, we had to fight an entire band. What's the name of the elf gang? He just says to Quinny to his right quickly. I have that. Oh, it wasn't just the Rife Elves? Uh, no, because I, I, I didn't think they're the half leaves. <laughs> I, I couldn't get there we to go. high leaves. They're the Quinny high leaves. There we go. They're the high leaves. Sorry, battled the high leaf gang, and we left a couple of them in the dirt. So, you know, I really feel like you and I could just, maybe you could take the poncho, take the identity, choose the name. You already defeated a gang with this. You'll be a legend. Uh, and he just like twirls it off uh, and makes the offer of the poncho. Um, ooh. Uh, uh, Cortexus looks at it and just shakes his head and says, uh, you know, it, it looks kind of dirty. And? And this has got history, but obviously it doesn't have any gold. However, we do have access to a collection of magical wands and other focuses, gold infused. We can put it together so that, you know, it's got one of those nice big pins that'll show the wealth that you've got holding it together. So it'll be like, you're so rich, you don't have to wear a fancy one. You're getting down in the dirt and you're rich. 
Um, Quinny, you know there's a bunch of treasure nearby. Um, would you be trying to do a counterplay to get cool stuff for you from this? No. Okay. No. Um, so um, Cortexus uh, is thinking about it. Ryan, go ahead and roll me uh, persuasion, please. I'm going to use another one of those things because I need the help. Using all my magic. Uh, that is a... Sorry, I have to add a bunch of weird numbers because I had to add a D8 into this. 18. Oh, that's pretty good. All right, let's see. Um, Cortexus uh, grins and says, oh, I didn't realize there was a fancy pin. Yes. Yes, this will do. This will do nicely. Very nicely. What should my cool outlaw name be? Uh, and uh, Cortexus looks to Quinny and says, you, you're the liar con man. What's a cool criminal name? You know, uh, the kind that would make your friend over there, and he gestures to Moss, cry like she's trying not to now. Oh. That's what uh, called for. I'm the butter. friend you thought you had. <laughs> ah. Ooh. Yes, I shall be the friend you thought you had. The greatest winged bandit since old wingy cannon fodder, who unfortunately was Failed by a cannon. Uh, that was a real unfortunate <laughs> moniker. Excellent. The friend you thought you had. Yes, this will be good. Good. Well, um, from what I understand, the train will be coming through tomorrow. So I shall bid you adieu. Uh, do you need a, a lift anywhere? Uh, yeah, back to town or to the Rock Seekers? Oh, I do need to pick something up. The Rock Seekers, please. Um, uh, Cortexus nods, uh, and, uh, turns to you, uh, butthole and says, I shall bring your gift tomorrow. I'll have to root around a bit. I don't exactly have a great order. It's kind of a big pile. I just kind of have to, you know, just, I, and it's great because I love it because I get to kind of swim through the gold. Um, like, I don't know if you've seen the stage play Scrooge McDuck, uh, but it's like that, but. Oh, oh, and our, on, on our world, yeah, DuckTales, very popular. Woohoo. Yes, quite. I see that there are similarities between our worlds. Lovely. Uh, very good. Well, uh, in that case, uh, I shall have one of my brood take you home. Um, and uh, Cortexus claps, and um, uh, a young um, dragon comes out and goes, Come on, Dad! And Cortexus says, No, no, take them home. Uh, and he goes, Oh, all right, fine. Um, so the uh, young dragons grab you and kind of fly you back to the edge of town. The whole time they're talking about Fortnite, which is a board game they play. Oh, <laughs> um, awesome! So uh, you are you are flown back uh, to uh, the Rock Seekers, um, Quinny. You, you collect your your gun. Um, what uh, what does the you've got um, the frost inlay on uh, one? What is the uh, style and inlay of this other weapon? Oh, let's do fire. So some kind of song of ice and fire. Sure, dope. Um, what's the name of the gun? Uh, this was called Frostbite, so that one will be called Hotshot. Beautiful. Um, so you've got your two pistols. Uh, Tyler, you can go ahead and give yourself a second attack. Okay. Um, for the second pistol. Um, and, uh, with that, um, the, uh, the three of you make your way back into town. Uh, oh. as Sorry, weird question, Tom. Can I get them to make me a gold pin? I just don't want to forget this and have sure, the fucking dragon eat me sorted. wrong. Yeah, right. yeah, it doesn't matter. Thumbs up. Uh, so you you make your way back into town, um, sort of uh, as as the sun goes down. The uh, the smoke from the uh, the burnt 
uh, Staples uh, has dissipated somewhat, but still kind of lingers uh, in the air. Um, there's a Moss, you particularly notice a, there's a, a sense of um, quiet and stillness. And uh, if, uh, if dusk could have a tone, it's disappointment now in, in uh, tomb slab. Um, the streets are empty. Um, it's, awfully quiet you occasionally hear uh howls from the uh the wolf ranch um but it's quiet um you the three of you are, are kind of on the edge of town um where are you all going to sleep for the night moss i don't know if you'd want to go back to the the sheriff's office with quinny or if you would even let him go back to the sheriff's office uh i feel like you're the one with kind of the highest stake right now what would you do and laura you're on mute Thanks. Um, uh, I think throughout this whole time, Moss is doing. She's been doing kind of a lot of a lot of soul searching, um, and and how she wants to handle this. Um, because despite the fact that Quinny is a criminal, he. Also, all of his actions have in some way been in service to the town. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I couldn't have, I wouldn't have known, other, you know, based on his actions that, that he was not trying to genuinely be a sheriff. So I think I just like turn to him and I just say, all right, I'm not going to turn you in but as soon as we finish this as soon as we get Tefaneus Industries and their stupid railroad out of here I want you gone that won't be a problem in three days time I'll be gone right, matter of fact if those, uh, if those gray coats show up uh Sorry, gray waters. If they show up sooner, I, I might be gone even even earlier than that. Wait, so like, why? What's what are they going to take you away for? Like, what are you running from? Because maybe we can help with that. No, I don't think you can. Uh, theft, robbery, murder, kidnapping, terrorism, arson. Uh, wow, were you like in a gang or something? Or my my guy was just like he got caught like pickpocketing and went to jail. This is intense. I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, the Brown you, Barrows were quite a terror in their time. Uh, not that you need to tell them that. Uh, yeah. But uh, your your gang was uh, uh, rivaled only by uh, the Tingly Boys uh, back in the day. But you both worked different parts of the region, so you, ne'er the twain shall meet. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think it's clear now. But if you and I are talking, Tom, yeah. um, this Quinny didn't have a butthole or an allen <laughs> yep so uh, that story kind of just played out to its natural conclusion and yep. we're, we're reaching its natural conclusion absolutely um, yeah so um was it your gang or was it someone else's gang um it was someone else's gang for a while mm -hmm. um uh we were the yevgenovich boys for a mm -hmm. while mm -hmm. and then after a disagreement we were the brown barrel gang <laughs> Mm -hmm. And then after further disagreements, I was the lone survivor of the Brown Barrow Gang. Yep. Yeah. 
Oh boy. Excellent. Um, so yes, so you, you don't need to tell them any of that, but no. yeah, yeah, that is, um, that is what but I'll list out my crimes and say, you're not helping me. You haven't been helping me, uh, basically all day. Now I'm still committed to helping this town, whether you believe that or not is up to you. I frankly don't care, but I'm going to have to lay low, uh, lower, uh, when those, Greywater boys uh, roll in. They are going to be a useful resource. I think they'll be really helpful in uh, helping you protect the town, although they are law and order. They are law men. If Typhinius can prove, and I imagine they can because they have documents proving that they bought this land, bought this property legally from the townsfolk, it's not going to really matter whether they were coerced or not, I imagine that the Grey Waters are going to side with Typhinius Industries if they have any kind of issue with the way this situation was handled in the next three days. All right, so we'll look for that, uh, the spooky teleporting lavender person, because if we could stop them from buying the rest of the land, then it won't all legally be there. Uh, we could probably fight over the church, because technically it's now attached to the mine, so it's owned by the miners, and they haven't sold. Um, and I think... We can disguise you because if we make Moss into the sheriff, there's one thing that Quinnies have been shockingly believable at impersonating, and that is unrelated prostitutes. So let me tell you the story of the fuck harness. Uh, and he's just going to walk through uh, how we could disguise Quinny as a sexy masked prostitute. And as the sun goes down, Moss feeling a sense of, of deep betrayal and loss, uh, Butthole Farch unfolds the story of Shag Nasties and the Fuck Harness as the sun goes down over Tomb Slab and the first of your three days disappears. In two days' time, the city will burn. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at El Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons' artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
Hello, Maria Kennedy from Hero Trackers here to tell you about a special report we've been working on at Hero Track Media. With the help of my producer Shayna, we're going to reveal the life story of a mysterious hero that, as far as we can tell, has never been covered by a media outlet before. Subscribe to this podcast feed to learn more about this hero and the strange circumstances surrounding their life and career, and how they might be connected to your favorite heroes. Coming soon from Hero Track Media, Vigil. Vigil, Season 1, an audio fiction superhero thriller in 10 parts from All In Productions. Featuring Haley Sanfilippo as Maria Kennedy and Adam Kudashat as Vigil. Subscribe or follow to make sure you're the first to know about Vigil. Vigil.